What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times the dry man's souls, the summer soldier and the sunshine patriot, will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us, that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap, we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers, because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tia. So, (laughs) 
normally on our lives we have the whole council thing going on you know ready to sit here and jump in uh jump into the whole mess however we have been extremely restricted on where we're allowed to talk and what we're allowed to say so even though the rest of the world can now talk about COVID-19 and the vaccines we're even more restricted than normal uh rumble has taken away our ability to go live at all uh youtube uh we can't go live there uh i i might be able to post a video in a week however i was informed that we're on our second content violation community guideline strike and one more in our channel is gone so i'm kind of being a little um a little how do you say careful so we still have our uh audio only podcast uh we can still go live on twitch which is a new development in the last couple of hours. Before then, we weren't even allowed to get on at all, so that was interesting. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, so anyhow, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about all of the craziness that's currently going on in the war. The uh, Zap Ukraine nuclear reactor that supplies electricity for one half of Ukraine and uh, that they pulled it off the grid just in the nick of time. The uh, today, like three hours before we went live, there was a massive rocket attack at the nuclear reactor that sit here and um, that uh, they were aiming for the for the waste. Luckily, they had pulled it off of the off grid, so they sit here. We don't have to worry too much about that. Yay! Uh, so, so you're telling me that they actually were actively trying to blow it up to make you know not just the reactor, but the the waste part to make it dirty. Yeah, to make a dirty bump. Yeah. And why are we still supporting them? By the way, can you tell me something? How much money have we sent to Ukraine? Some well, scrub wanted to argue with me about it earlier. Well, we our initial what we initially sent over was forty billion dollars, right? The forty billion dollars was humanitarian aid, supposedly, and it seems like we have sent a minimum of a billion every week since then. Some like. This week was 3.5 billion. The week before that was 800,000. The week before that it was 1.5 billion. So yeah, we have we have to be close to a trillion dollars. But who knows. So uh anyhow Hello Phoenix. We got one little Twinkie pie in the chat. <laughs> all right, so let's see. Let's talk about all the other news. Uh, it looks like Yellowstone is starting to wake up. I mean, sorry. No, hold on. Hold on. Let, let, me, let me rephrase that. Um, we've had significant numbers of physically being able to be felt earthquakes. Um. We also sit here and we had one in this little podunk town in Idaho that 
recently got a couple of rather large ones. I think one was a six or something like that. Uh, uh, earthquakes in diverse places. Let's say that. So uh, uh, we have uh, new sunspots, solar flares. Uh, we have the strange shadow going over the top. We have uh, what just a whole lot of stuff. But I want to talk about specifically. I want to talk about hope. Now, when we sit here and when we were children, we believed that the best could happen until something took that away. And now we mistakenly believe that the world is shit and is going to shit. And I'm not going to argue that point, but if you take it, other than the the bright shining stars of shit that have sit here and uh, gone everywhere around the world, right? Major conflicts, you know, we're currently fighting a proxy war on three, four, five different fronts. Uh, that we have started striking Iranian targets in Syria. Legit, not through proxy, actually striking Iranian targets inside Syria. Wow. That that we have subs parked off of in Iranian territorial waters that uh, uh, Russia is giving Iran... Uh, their top fighters that are comparable to F-35s uh, so that they can sit here and uh, go toe-to-toe with the um, Israelis. The Israelis are bombing Syria, specifically right around the Damascus area. For those of you who listen to Bible prophecy, you might want to pay attention to that particular conflict. Ah, let's see what else. So these are all of the high points. But your average person, the average individual, isn't affected by the things that we pay attention to. We run a podcast, and it is our job to bring to you the news that either you can't find yourself or topics that you know you can't find yourself. We find them, we throw them all together, and we present them to you. That's what we do. So we have a tendency to focus on that. And if you were to only listen to our podcast, you would be one depressed motherfucker. I mean, let's be honest. You would be incredibly depressed because we don't give a lot of hope. We teach you how to prep, right? We give you examples of what you should do, how you should do it. You know, uh, we give you advice. We give you our opinions. We give you the facts about what's currently going on. Uh, around the world. But I want to give you a little bit of hope. With all of the censorship that's currently going on, with all of the silencing of conservatives, you know, the, the, um, what's his name? Uh, darn it. Now I got to go look at my note. I want to go look at my note. <laughs> Scott Adams, right? Scott Adams wrote a prediction back in July of 2020 says that if that said that if Biden got in office within a year you if you're a conservative you would be dead. Now he was wrong that you would be imprisoned. He's not wrong there. 
But if they're not coming to kill you, right? Maybe it was pushing it just a little bit too far. If they're not coming to kill you, maybe they're going to stop you some other way. They're going to censor you and you feel attacked, right? We, we are big on telling people, hey, don't sit here and stay inside of your own bubble. You need to get out there. You need to sit here and talk to people. You know, you try to wake up as many people as possible with what we know what's coming. But when you do that, they, they try to censor you. They will persecute you. They will freeze your bank accounts. They will shut you off from the internet. Perfect example, yesterday, Gavin McGinnis, in the middle of his podcast, was arrested by the FBI. They walked in while he was recording a live broadcast. He said, sure, that's fine. Uh, let me let me call my attorney and I'll be more than willing to do that. And he never came back. Camera's still rolling. Gone. Are you prepared for that type of persecution? You don't even have to be Christian. If you're conservative, if you're a patriot, if you believe in the Second Amendment, if you believe in... Uh, if you believe in the rule of law and nature's laws, if you believe in any of that stuff, they're coming for you. And I know you all are sitting here and listening to it and going, Odin, I thought you were going to talk about hope. And I am. Here's your hope. Ready? If it was a lock that they were going to win, they wouldn't have to censor you. They lie. Cheat, manipulate, change the story because they know they're losing. People are waking up. Maybe not so much in the United States, but let's be honest, we're, you know, kind of a little slow when it comes to moving because we are comfortable. But people are starting to rise up all over the world and fight this tyranny that we know is coming. I don't think they'll be successful, at least not the way that they believe that they're going to be successful. They, and I'm going to actually tell you news stories today that will tell you that we have hope. That if they didn't sit here and they didn't do these things, they're doing it because they're afraid. So I'm going to start with the fact that YouTube uh YouTube, um, Instagram, Twitter have changed the rules and regulations when talking about COVID. Now, I had talked about last episode about the Trump trap and the last... <laughs> well, but, uh, hold on. I don't want to call it the Trump trap. I would like to refer to it as a very well thought out, not conspiracy theory, but prediction. Okay. Oh, by the way, you shit. I know we give you shit about being a jinx, but that one, like even I sat there and thought about it was like, oh, oh, fuck. Okay. No, what's even better is that has started to spread online. I heard other people talking about it today. Damn. So these things are starting to come to fruition, right? But I'm going to give you some stories other than that, other than they're changing the rules about COVID, that they're changing the rules about how you discuss it, that they're, you know, that they're doing it. I'm going to give you a couple of stories. And we're going to start out with one that's directly related to that so that you can get hope. 
right? Or laugh. Either or. I'll take either or. Because laughter is the best medicine. And even the Joker understood that the shitty day has a killing joke. So anyhow, so here we go. Ready? Story number one. Moderna is suing Pfizer. Okay. For copyright infringement. Why is that absolutely hilarious to me? For those of you who don't know, copyright infringement means that they had, uh, that they used their research and their, their designs to come up with a vaccine that was incredibly similar, right? That means they have to show their work. Which means... They have to open up the books on when they started the development. Uh. <laughs> it means that they have to show that COVID-19 actually exists as they say it does. Which means they have to pull out the patents and say, we filed this this time, which was before you. Hey, strong hand, how you doing? Or sorry, strong hang. No, because bacon. That, no, he true. said strong. Look, hold on. Look, strong see, hang here. Strong hang here. Uh huh. You be streaming, huh? <laughs> so, <clears throat> story number dos. The uh, affidavit, the affidavit for the Trump rally or for the Trump raid was released today. Court said you have to release the affidavit to show the reason that you were throwing it all out there. Right? Right. Okay. It was 99.9% redacted. So it was they, like, what, the word two, and that was about it? No, it was like, these are the following reasons that we're going to go get it. Redacted. There could be, there could be documents relating to redacted. redacted. <laughs> that could expose certain witnesses, such as Redacted. <laughs> Well, what, what drives me up was like, like anytime I don't care if you're if you're a Trumper, if you're not a Trumper, I don't care who it is. It could have been somebody on the left. You could, they could have done it to Nancy Pelosi, and I would still say say the same thing. The second you start using law enforcement as a weapon against your political opponent, you have stepped from the line of government into tyrant. Fascism. And you go, yeah, you go straight down that line into fascism, and it doesn't matter. Either side, it's still going to be shit. We're already fascist, and I'll explain that when we get to story number three. But let's finish story number two. Okay. Here's an interesting conspiracy theory. What if... So, apparently, Trump gave them these documents in January. And they went through the documents that he had given them. Uh, they had given him. And apparently, there was some classified material there. Now, it's not technically classified in terms of he's not allowed to have it because it was president of the United States. 
right? It just means he took the documents with him. And he can declassify anything, or he could have, except Biden took it away from him, which he technically shouldn't be able to do, but whatever. So, so they had the documents. Apparently, they found something in those documents that le that led them to believe that he had more of them that he didn't share. You want my opinion? Hmm. They had the uh, Russian collusion. Oh, the FBI team that did the raid. This will make it all make sense, right? The 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 FBI team that did the Mar-a-Lago raid. Mm -hmm. Same ones that covered up the Hunter Biden laptop. Same team that did the Steele dossier. Same team. That, I mean, it's the same people all the way across the board. Doesn't surprise you, though. No. So it is possible that he had in his possession documents that proved how culpable they were. And that's why they took everything. Because if you look, search warrants are supposed to be narrow in scope. This was every piece of paper that Trump owned from the time he was a nominee until the day he left office. Every single piece of paper was acceptable at that point. I believe that he had information that was going to nail them to the wall. Russian collusion, steel dossier, dirty things done in Ukraine, all of these things. I believe that they were all perpetrated by the same people. And they went to go get it. Now, Trump is probably a pretty smart guy on most days. He probably has copies. <laughs> and it, it, it's buried in that gold casket. That is what Blue Anon says, yes. Cracks me up. It's like you really want to, you know, if we were to do that to anyone else, if anyone else, they would be all hell to pay. But because it's Trump, it's okay. Ready for story number three? Yeah, I'm curious. This is, this is your this is your fascist story. Fascism yeah. is designed as when private gov private entities run their business, but they are told by the government what they can and cannot do. That is fascism. When the government runs everything but allows corporate entities to be owned by private people, but the government tells them what to do. Zuckerberg, on the Joe Rogan podcast, admitted that the FBI came to him and told him that Facebook needed to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story. Probably it was with the excuse, if I, I saw bits and pieces of it, but was it the excuse that it was national security and an ongoing investigation? No, no. They said, we believe that there is, they weren't specific. Now, this is his version of events, right? He right. said that the FBI came to him and said that there's an election coming, right? And that we believe that there's some sort of Russian colli uh, collusion. Now, with that being said, 
Right. Now, he says that the FBI is full of very fine people and uh, that it's a good organization. They didn't tell him specifically, so they didn't censor it outright, but they turned down the reach of how far that that could go. By the way, the remember, the FBI team that raided Mar-a-Lago was the same team that covered up the Hunter Biden laptop story. That's confirmed, by the way. It's not even a conspiracy theory anymore. Jesus. So they turned it down. And they can say, hey, we didn't tell him specifically to censor that. Right? However, you can't sit here and walk into a room full of killers and go, oh, I hate this person so much. Now, I'm not saying you should do anything. But if something bad was to happen to said individual, right? You're still guilty of it. You're still guilty of it. If something were to happen hypothetically. Yeah. Right. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? That is, they are reeling for the fences. They are absolutely paranoid that he's going to come out. Now, they sit here and they said that we didn't want to influence an election, so we didn't do our job. Unfortunately, that's not how your job works. You follow the evidence wherever it goes, regardless of the timing. Because the moment that you'd say, hey, we don't want to do this because it could hurt, blah, 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 blah. Then you are guilty of trying to influence elections. If you decide, huh? Seems pretty straightforward. Yeah. And you sit here and you don't get to sit here and, and choose which which uh which part of your job you're going to do you just have to do it but they didn't they intentionally now their their excuse back in in 2020 was we don't want to influence an election they're covering for the biden family but 90 days before a midterm election you're going to raid a former president's house that doesn't influence an election? No. Oh, wait. So you're paranoid. You're afraid of Trump. You're afraid of the American people that are going to see this and be like, oh, crap. That is a bombshell that Joe Rogan got Mark Zuckerberg so comfortable that he just admitted to election tampering. Not just okay. Facebook. But the FBI. Let's be honest here for a second. Joe Rogan, with the amount that he smokes while doing his show, could take the most uptight and paranoid individual and get them comfortable enough to say anything. Fair, fair. I'm pretty for sure that dude has has absolutely no issue with chill. Like, I don't know if he could actually get his heart rate up with the amount that he smokes. <laughs> Isn't he an MMA fighter? At one point, I don't know if he's an MMA fighter. I know he does the the ringside and ref, doesn't he? Or like commentary. I've seen the reaction. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I have a good one. Hold on. I have a good reaction video where we can prove that he gets he gets uppity. Ready? Okay. Okay. One of the things you've been talking about on your show is your allegation that government officials are aiding in pedophilia child trafficking, and the grooming of children. 
Right? Well, you know what, what Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? Ah! See, proof he can get it. He can get up. <laughs> Not when he's on that show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Story number I don't fucking know. I lost track. Ready? Time's a pity. All right. Ready? Here's your last good story. And probably should be the number one headline in the world for now until the time Biden is gone from public view. The Ashley Biden Journal is credible. It is legit. Ask me how I know. How do you know? Because they just charged two people from the state of Florida for stealing Ashley Biden's journal. So by arresting them for stealing the authentic Biden journal, they are verifying that the journal exists. Now, remember, everybody who's touched this journal in any way, shape, or form have been raided by the FBI. Project, they went to, uh, they went to a bunch of new, the people who did it went and got a whole bunch, or went and asked people to talk about it. And they said, you need to take it directly to the FBI. That's what everybody said. Project Veritas paid $45,000 for the journal. When they say and they looked at it, they gave it back to them. They let them keep the money and say, you need to take it to the FBI. When they said no, they took the journal and surrendered it to the FBI. Project Veritas was then raided by the FBI. The FBI has done everything in their power to cover up for Joe Biden and the Biden crime syndicate. Have done everything in their power to make sure that they can stay in power. Over and over and over again. And by arresting and charging them with theft of a personal item, you are verifying that that journal is legit. Which means Joe Biden molested Hunter Biden, molested Ashley Biden. And Sahir and is a pedophile. Tell me something I don't know. Yeah. But suspecting it, thinking it, and having it verified by the FBI because they don't understand how the process works is a whole different story. That blows my mind, though. I mean, they basically created the fucking process. Mm-hmm. And then by arresting the individuals in charge or that supposedly did it, you just verified it was real. Congratulations. Yay. So what do we do about it? Nothing. They're using using the FBI as their own personal Gestapo. They had Gavin McGinnis arrested on his live podcast episode. In the middle of it, for no reason that we know of yet. Now, the only reason that we know it's federal is because when people saw it, they went and contacted the police department from which he, uh, from the town in which he's located, and they said, We have no record of arrest. And then when they contacted the FBI, the FBI said, No comment. Seems pretty legit. 
Really? Pretty, pretty, pretty on the nose. So this, this is why we can have hope that people are starting to wake up, that people are starting to pay attention, that that which is evil will eventually eat itself. They can't help. They have been so blatant and so out in the open for so long that they don't even understand the depths of depravity and evil with which they actually operate in. And now, now they sit here and they're getting caught with their hand in the cookie jar. But it's not going to stop. They're going to arrest you. They're going to persecute you. They're going to shut down your bank accounts. They're going to shut down your access to the internet. Alex Jones, they depersoned him. And we should have stand up then. Whether or not you liked him or even agreed with him, the, the fact they had the ability to make someone disappear from the internet with the flip of a switch should have... Freak the fact the that fuck out of censor. everybody. Yeah, but I mean, when you're talking about a political view, the fact that anyone's willing to censor someone over a political view or even just a difference of opinion should worry you. <clears throat> Pardon me. Should worry you because he, he wasn't even allowed to defend himself. That means you're not going to be allowed to defend yourself. Well, it's like, uh, what do they say about, uh, what did Donald Trump say? They're not after me, they're after you. I'm just in the way. If they can do this to a president of the United States, a billionaire president of the United States, what do you think they're going to do to you? What do you think those 87,000 IRS agents are for? What do you think the fact that the FBI now has more members than the United States Marine Corps? You mean the and, IRS? And the FBI. But the, yeah, the IRS is bigger than all of them. But mm. the IRS is bigger than what? The FBI, Homeland Security, and some other. Oh, and uh, 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 Border Patrol combined. Hey, you know, I just want to ask, like, I, I don't know if we won't have any lefties in here, but we might have had them on YouTube if we could get back on YouTube. Anyway, one of the questions I'd like to ask is, uh, why do you think or who do you think that the IRS is going to go after? Because they're not going to go after the rich people. They're not going to go after the very poor people. Those are oh, eight. They're going after the middle class. Steppers. Well, let's say it's, it's 87,000 goose steppers that are aimed at one particular demographic. Conservatives. No, 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 no. Not just the middle class. Not just the middle class in general. They're going after conservatives. In 2013, the IRS had to apologize for specifically targeting conservatives. What makes you think that changed? In 2011, Obama ran on the fact that he believed that they should have a civilian military just as strong as the U.S. military. But civilians, not military members. We've given most of our equipment to Ukraine. Oh, hold on. So hold now on. we're on equal footing. Make make it make sense. A civilian military, by the very fact that they are in a military unit, removes him from being a civilian. I misspoke. I'm sorry. They 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 want a civilian force equal to the United States military. 
Oh, one okay. that is answerable only to the federal government, specifically the executive branch. That sounds familiar. Where have I heard that before? Uh, I believe it's the uh, Z Papers, please. Ah, that company uh, Plot Armor works for. Uh, I don't even want to talk about fucking Plot Armor right now. He works for a company that today just said that they need to make people who drive gas-powered vehicles suffer. But they're a company that makes gas-powered fucking vehicles. <laughs> he said that he doesn't want Republicans to buy his vehicles. Kind of like, kind of like Kathy Hochul. The governor of New York, the unelected governor of New York City, who said, if you're a Republican, you should leave her state and go to California or and go to Texas or Florida. Isn't that what? Well, OK, not not the conservative or Republican part, but isn't that already happening with all the rich people going, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, kind of. New York City is spending $300 million a year to house the homeless in their posh hotels. And L.A. County in California just voted to do the same thing. They don't care about you. They want to see you dead. Plot armor, this is not a conversation for right now. Good. You know, I would almost be okay with them doing this as uh, on one condition. They don't get any federal funding. The state? The state or the city. Fair. That's ridiculous. And this is the state of the world in which we're in. They sit here and they continue to sit here and do stupid crap. Because they don't care about you. They have an agenda and you can either join them or get crushed by them. That is their logic. It's You're either on my side, by my side, or in my fucking way. We have a very similar logic, but our reasoning is different. Like our, our reason for doing it is different. But with them, they don't care if you're on their side at all. If you're Fair. not one of the elite, you're just extra carbon. You are a peon. You are a you're a peasant. Right. All right. So in terms of our facts and stories, I don't want to get into the news thing so much or I don't want to get into the Doom and groom about the war news, but I do want to end this particular episode before we go into the council with a quote. And then I want to scare people. But here's the quote. Ready? Now, you have heard part of this before. Dear, you know which one I'm about to read. You, When we did the freedom, right, people like to sit here and throw, well, Captain America said that. No, Mark Twain said it. And then Captain America twisted it for their own. 
I'm going to read you the quote, the entire quote. Each of you for himself or herself, by himself or herself, and on his or her own responsibility must speak. It is a solemn and weighty responsibility and not lightly to be flung aside at the bullying of pulpit, press, government, or politician. Each must decide for himself or herself alone what is right and what is wrong, which course is patriotic and which isn't. You cannot shirk this and be a man. To decide it against your convictions is to be an unqualified and inexcusable traitor. It is traitorous both against yourself and your country. Let men label you as they may. If you alone of all the nation decide one way, and that way be the right way by your convictions on the, of the right, you have done your duty by yourself, your country, and your creator. Hold up your head, for you have nothing to be ashamed of. It doesn't matter what the press says. It doesn't matter what the politicians or the mob say. It doesn't matter if the whole country decides that something wrong is something right. Republics are founded on one principle above all else. The requirement that we stand up for what we believe in, no matter the odds, no matter the consequences. When the mob and the press and the whole world tell you to move, your job is to plant yourself like a tree beside the river of truth and tell the whole world, no, you move. I like the full quote better. Me too. Because it basically says, uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer said that not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. And we have a lot of people in this country who sit here and will bitch and complain in private groups in their own little bubble. But then sit here and bitch because things don't change. Not to speak is to speak. And not to act is to act. Mark Twain understood what those people were deep down. They were fucking treasonous cowards. If well, you, you refuse to act and you refuse to speak. Well, so the fact of the matter is, is you cannot sit on the fence, but for so long, eventually that fence is going to be the center of the war. You have to choose one side or the other. Fair. Or you get crushed by both. You have no other option. besides. <laughs> yes. And at what point are people going to understand that if you do not take a stand now, you won't get a chance to take one later? What, what What's that one I like to say? It's like you're going to sit there and hem and haw until your pronouns were was and were. Yes. 